Welcome to the first full-length interview episode of Berlin and Melding Stories. We are your hosts, Bridget and Alex, broadcasting from Berlin to demystify the Ausländer experience, one podcast interview at a time. Today we're interviewing Benzo Chilinga. Uh, he's from Zambia and is currently on a Sprachvisum, or in English, a German language learning visa. I experienced like once or twice the the harshness of acquiring a visa in Berlin. Mm. Yeah, like you have to go pretty early in the morning. Like most people don't even sleep. Mm. Yeah, you have to be there like at one. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the first time I went there, I went there like uh, around six a.m. and I thought I was pretty early, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't find anyone outside. Yeah. Normally, you find like a huge line outside. Yeah. But I didn't find anyone, and I was like, "Oh, I'm pretty early. I'm like the first one." Were you standing outside? Yeah, but I like I, I was talking to oh, the no. to the guard. And I was like, "Oh, I need to get in. I need to do my my extension." I was like, "No, all the numbers are." given really? out yeah. so you have to like come back another day you're pretty 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 late you have to be here like at 4 a.m i think you still could have gone in and given it a shot you just would have been there for the rest of the day if you, if you get an appointment then it's pretty easy but yeah. getting an appointment is pretty hard yeah yeah, yeah. it's like one of the hardest thing to do you can't like if you look if you search on the, on their website yeah they'll like refer you to like next year or something like and i thought it was difficult to make an appointment at the bürgeramt where they like give you an appointment in two or three months no no no, no. really it's like a year two years out you, you get <laughs> and you get an appointment but like they, what are you supposed to do during that time well apparently they like clear out appointments from time to time because like people do like i guess occasionally cancel appointments or something so like you can get lucky and that was what happened to me the one time i got an appointment i got right. an appointment that was like three months out and i was like yes i've won the lottery <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> Or well, someone told me you have to if you want to get an appointment you have to maybe uh, start searching around six a.m. and it's kind of possible to get one. I yeah I read something online I think it's a specific day of the week too like Tuesday or Wednesday I'm not remembering now. Why do people have to know really? that? You can't really know that and it's it's not on a website is it? No, it's not on the website. It's, it's, on, like, it's, like, it's, it's like toytown.com or something. I'm sure like half of these things are happening in binders somewhere and right. it's not actually like a mechanized system. Um, no, and someone probably updates it by hand once a week on that yeah, day. Yeah, and that's why that that's day, the yeah. day that like it, you know, that suddenly clears so out stupid. at like 7 in the morning. Wow. And anybody who's read that one Toy Town post or whatever is sitting there refreshing and refreshing and refreshing <laughs> <laughs> and hoping... <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's the system. Uh, it's impossible yeah. to get an appointment. Yeah, it is. So but like only in Berlin and in, in, in other towns, it's kind of easy. You can just walk in there around like even mm. 11 a.m. and you can, can get in. Right. Yeah. It's just more hectic in Berlin because I think it's, there are a lot more foreigners and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know. You can't blame people for wanting to be in Berlin. Berlin yeah. is the place to be. Yeah, yeah. Do you actually like Berlin more than other parts of Germany? I do, actually, I do. I think it's more friendly than other places. Berlin is a very, very nice place to be. And um, 
even if it's like uh, with all this German bureaucracy, it's more outgoing than other other states of 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 uh, in Germany. So I think if we really want to like, if someone out there really wants to come to Germany, Berlin might be the easiest and uh, like the easygoing way to mm. to like uh, get into the system. I mean, the system, though, that you worked through, technically uh-huh. speaking, is not in Berlin because you, like, did your registration elsewhere. But, like, right. the system in terms of, like, getting to know people and, like, feeling like you have a community, maybe. Yeah. Like, so do you feel like you found a community here Yeah. in I, some ways? Yeah, I think I did. I, I found, like, some sort of uh, um, environment that I'm really comfortable in and... Um, I can like not only uh, in German uh, speak. Berlin is more like international, so you can relate to. It's more relatable, like to English and these other foreign languages. So I would say, Berlin is really the best place to be. It's really accommodating in a way. I mean, it's sort of rough, but it's sort of also really accommodating if you yeah. know what i mean yeah like, but that's what makes it special I would yeah say. it really does that it's somehow both things at the same time yeah mm-hmm. rude but accommodating <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah in Malkan where i did all my um my my registration like they don't even expect you to speak a bit of english even if it's like your first day in, in germany they just like want you to to express yourself in, in, in Deutsch and like, I can't wow. do it. And you can't like afford a translator or something like that. So it's, it's pretty hectic. But that's so stupid. I mean, if you're applying for a visa, then like, obviously... Especially a language learning visa. Yeah, exactly. So clearly, yeah. <laughs> you're learning... Like you want to learn the language. <laughs> and then, <you> wow. That's <laughs> mm. true though. Like language education when it comes to English and like smaller towns in Germany is very bad. So I think mostly they just don't speak English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a disadvantage. The advantage is there are less people, so you mm. can easily get it but like you have to be able to speak a little bit of Deutsch or maybe bring someone with you who yeah. can like explain on your behalf I have a brother-in-law who's German so um, he did most of the stuff for me like like he's the one who um, enrolled me in the in the Deutsch course mm. and yeah and most of the paperwork here he actually did that and I just like received all the, all the um, right documents and I, I submitted them to the, to the embassy. A quick erklärung. For many nationalities, a regular citizen must apply at the German embassy to travel to Germany even as a tourist, which is why Benzo mentions submitting documents at the embassy before arriving. Has your brother-in-law been able to come with you to a lot of appointments or anything? No, really. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't live in Berlin. He lives in yeah. It's a it's a small town. Yeah, area. <laughs> it's like a dorf. I didn't really um, register here in Berlin, so I didn't do most of my visa extension in Berlin. I did most of my stuff in Malkin. Oh. Yeah, so that's where I did most of my extensions. Berlin is more friendly, but it's rough because you have to fight for an appointment, and yeah. Or go early, yeah. At the at the immigration, 
Do you have any hacks for going super early? Yeah, normally I just don't sleep and I just like go there around 1 a.m. and just like find uh, like a, a, a cafe around and like I, I get I get because you have to like write a name on s- some sort of paper what? like you write like oh, I, I was the first one and you can even go away and come back at 5 a.m. You have to so, write a name on a piece of well, paper. Actually, the, so the, the writing of the name on the piece of paper is something that the people in the line initiate. Actually, this is not the guards don't put yeah, it up. Yeah. This is a, a, yeah. yeah. People really. Don't so this yeah. is like just like a, a civilized just agreement a, like, between strangers that's like i have dibs on an appointment yeah yeah and you just write your name and the number and the time and mm-hmm. it's usually three columns and yeah. uh and then when you get back like pretty much everybody respects it uh, yeah. one of the times i was there like the line wasn't really forming back and then so one of the guys went up and just started reading out names and numbers and then like and he was also waiting for an appointment so he was one of the people but this is some dystopian shit but then everyone just like got i mean dystopian in like the line at the two in the morning when it's like the middle of january yes but i feel personally kind of inspired that like amongst strangers we're all just sort of like respectful enough uh-huh. Right, that we're like, okay, we're gonna make this work. I mean, that's nice, but you're sort of forced to do that because <laughs> otherwise you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised there's no like bartering for like spots in line. I've never seen that. <laughs> oh right. Wow. But yeah. Because that's the thing that happens for like Burgamt appointments. People like sell them on Facebook. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, I cannot believe that something that is so obviously like broken is allowed to function. Who are the people that are advocating for it? <laughs> what the changed? fuck? Why are there not more like actual physical places to go? Why are there not workers? Why why is there not more resources being spent on this? Well, they did open a new the the location for the student visas is a new location now, so they have really yeah. So that's actually um. I don't know, you might have noticed it's only a couple floors in, in a building. Uh-huh. Like, not the whole building is for the the visa processing. Okay. And the visa processing for my freelance visa has always been through a separate building. So, since you arrived, has your visa changed at all? Or have you been on the German language learning visa the entire time? Uh, I'm still on the language visa, but um, I'm yet to change uh, because... Um, is uh, is expiring in two weeks and oh. yeah so i have to i have to change uh some way or another and yeah but in order for that i need something like an acceptance later because i want to change this to a to a student visa mm. and i can just do that automatically without anything like proof that i'm, I'm going to study here Jumping in with a quick erklärung or clarification, we're talking about two different types of visa. Benzo is on the language learning visa, which was stated at the start of the interview, and the name of the visa he attempted to apply to was the Residence Permit for Study Preparation, which is Aufenthaltserlaubnis zur Studienvorbereitung in German. This visa allows you to take German language courses in preparation for your university studies and can be granted for up to a two-year window. So this is different than the visa Benso has because it comes with a small work allowance and is generally granted for a longer duration that extends beyond your enrollment in a language course. Yeah, 
they told me you really need like um, a contract from like from a school or like uh, acceptance later right. then yeah we can give you like a student visa but without that it's kind of you can't really get anything i know uh, some people who have like the student preparation visa and we were in the same deutsch course and yeah they said for them it was it was just like easy they just went there and explained themselves and they got the visa really yeah wow yeah but i tried that and i was like it didn't really go f- well for me and yeah i guess it's it's guys like it depends on where you're coming from or like the terms of conditions from your country right My own anecdote seems a little relevant here. I briefly had the misguided idea to switch from freelancing to a preparation for study visa, which is the visa Benzo is now talking about being turned down for. Without acceptance letters, I, as a US citizen, was approved for this visa. So it's probably not strictly prohibited necessarily, but somehow it wasn't accessible to you and like there's no way of actually like objecting really. It doesn't seem transparent either. It's not transparent. What do you want to study? Physiotherapy. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's definitely necessary. And I think that it's one of the, it's easier to get a work permit uh, visa if it's for a position there's not enough Germans for. So, I did a little fact-finding here to clarify my speculation, and it's of course complicated. As the government webpage Make It in Germany states, quote, according to the skill gap analysis published by the Federal Employment Agency, there are only 29 candidates for every 100 geriatric nurse vacancies. Recruiting skilled healthcare and nursing staff is therefore a key challenge for Germany. So, Geriatric nursing is an example of a shortage occupation here, and for many so-called shortage occupations, such as scientists, mathematicians, engineers, doctors, and IT professionals, there's a lower bar on your salary requirements to obtain the coveted EU blue card. With Benzo, I was speculating that physiotherapy might be considered a shortage occupation. For the record, I'm still unclear if it is. But unfortunately, Germany seems to have painted themselves into a corner a bit here. So again, pulling from the Make It in Germany federal site, in Germany, nursing is a vocational training qualification and not like in many other countries, a university course. Consequently, the EU blue card does not apply to nurses wishing to work in Germany. The link to the page I'm quoting from will be in the show notes, but if you truly want to dig into this topic, you can check out section 18.4, Act on Residence, which is the legal code that makes the distinction between the permitted residencies for these two classes of education. Of course, that legal code is in German, so you're either going to have to tap Dr. Google for a little assistance or speak German yourself. It was clearly... uh language visa when I came here so yeah right yeah I didn't have to like I didn't have a tourist visa and yeah I just like came straight with the language visa and I hear for some people it's it's quite hard for them to to really switch from like different kinds of visas mm. mm-hmm. like you, you are required to go back home and reapply and really I've yeah. heard that before too yeah mm-hmm. for certain but that must be so expensive yeah. it is. what it is. Yeah. And you have to wait. Like like in my country, you have to wait like three months for you to get another kind of visa. Mm, really? Yeah. yeah. 
like I know someone who who came on like she came on on a tourist visa, but she wants to change like she I think she wants to study or something and yeah she was required to go back home and reapply and start so the whole procedure. Where yeah. was she from? She was actually from Ukraine. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I know. I thought like European countries were like kind of having some sort of uh, agreement that yeah yeah but i was surprised that she really needed to go back home and start all over again the person you're speaking to can just decide Uh yeah it doesn't work and it's so much more of an individual decision than following Uh rules yeah yeah some people say it depends on, on on the person you find or you talk to and Sometimes it depends on their mood. Like someone yeah. told me like they had all the right documents, but like they found the person in the wrong mood and they told them, oh, no, I can't give you the visa. Yeah, classic German bureaucracy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you just have to expect uh, a lot of paperwork where you going. And yeah, actually I had left some like needed documents in my country. So I had to like mm. ship that. Like, I think some couple of weeks back, I need that for the school. So I would say prepare all the documents. And yeah, because like tough times are coming ahead of you. <laughs> what did they ask you for that you weren't expecting? Um, like they needed um, original certificate of my high school. Like I just had some sort of, uh, we call it a statement or result. But uh, fortunately, they needed uh, the original certificate. So any piece of paper that you have ever received in your life, then, bring it to Berlin or Germany with you. <laughs> if you've looked at it, you should probably bring it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, they asked me for my high school also, and I have a university degree. So yeah, I, but why? No, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't get it too. But you just have to be, you just have to have it for you to be self, because if you don't have it, you'll find it pretty rough. So, to clarify, we're fixating on the example of the high school documents because this is not listed as a required document, but we've both had the approval of our visas delayed due to the absence of our high school diploma. Or in Benzo's case, he did have documentation of his education, but he didn't have it in the format that they preferred. We will link the government-listed requirements for the visas we've been discussing in the show notes, but especially for the preparation to study visa, it seems like original copy of high school diploma and transcripts are often an additional request. Although we were being hyperbolic when we said, bring any document you've ever looked at, that can sometimes feel accurate to Auslandes. The amount of documentation needed, not just for visa applications, but in most aspects of life here in Germany, can be a culture shock. So when you say that you should be more patient, do you mean like try not to be so annoyed with it or something? Yeah, I think so. Because there's pretty much nothing you can do about it. Just You just have to adjust your yourself. And if you have to be there at one, then so be it. I mean, that's crazy, but that's the only way I think so. You just need to be more zen. Just being more stoic about it. Mm, right, yeah. Just accepting whatever comes your way. Mm-hmm. After yeah. this podcast series, we can start a meditation series. Meditation to deal with German bureaucracy. If you compare German bureaucracy to what you're used to, how is it different? 
Well, there's there's a very big difference, <laughs> <laughs> a very huge one because in my country you don't really require so much paperwork and it's not so complicated, yeah, and literally you can just walk in without an appointment and just like get your shit straight. Well, I don't know about you, but I find that pretty relatable. Bureaucracy is probably easier for us all when we have the home court advantage. We hope this podcast will help make you feel like less of a stranger in a strange land while you're coming to terms with the realities of German bureaucracy. But if you're not finding what you need in our podcast, please get in touch with us at Berlin Podcast on social media and at berlinpodcast.com. We can definitively say that our early interviews have a very different quality compared to our later interviews, but you can help us grow by letting us know what worked for you and what your needs are. We'd also like to thank our DJ in residence for season one, Anti Simola. You can find more of his music in future episodes this season or on his SoundCloud. Link is in the show notes. The podcast was edited and produced by Bridget Anderson, who also co-hosted the interview with myself, Alexandra Limp. And a thank you to listeners for starting this journey with us. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow us wherever you use social media at Berlin Podcast. Rating us on iTunes will help others find us, but word of mouth recommendation would also be wunderbar. We also have a transcript of the podcast posted on the website, so please visit us at berlinpodcast.com. If you have any trouble with any of our accents or language used in the podcast today, link to the website is in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Bis später. Tschüss. to our podcast. <laughs> I also have neighbors that have very loud sex, so uh, that, yeah. that could also be a background effect if we, Definitely. If we caught the wrong moment. <laughs> the right moment, you mean. <laughs>